they're flagrant. And yet they're still friends. It's the Flagrant Friends Podcast, bringing you your NBA news. I am your host, Ben Gross, and I am here with the wonderful, the fabulous, the ever-miraculous. That's beautiful. Thank you so much. I'm Steve Schwanda here, again, another Tuesday evening here in the Stage Left Lounge. Still talking NBA. The season, it's at that fun part now yeah. where we're starting to get close. Next couple of weeks. Yeah, next couple of weeks, we're starting to feel it. Then we get into playoffs, and that's when mm-hmm. playoffs, and that's when we really, you know. Speaking of which, NFL drafts on Thursday. It is. You know, it's almost like perched on the gridiron should make a we might a surprise appearance soon. You we know what I mean? might have to talk about the draft once it's over. I know with. it's great, but yeah, tonight, but tonight NBA, and hopefully this show will go better than the basketball game that we're currently watching. Oh, yeah. For the Golden State yeah, Warriors. This is not, it's not going, going well. well. Not no, going well. No. No. No, not at all. Not their best effort. The uh the not golden the golden team is not winning. <laughs> Let's put it that way. The uh they are not uh fulfilling their outside game, if you will. Yeah, the team owned by Mark Cuban is playing well this evening. Yeah. And the team <laughs> there you go. that they're playing, <laughs> not owned by Mark Cuban, is not playing. Is not playing. Very well. Not very well. Yeah. But yeah. Well, let's, well, let's start in the West because we're yeah. talking about them right now. But right now, we'll go in reverse order. Obviously, we have the play-in, if you will, where 9 and 10 play each other. The winner plays a loser of 7 and 8. That team is the 8th seed, where obviously 7 and 8 play first. The winner of that becomes the 7th seed. In the West, it's pretty much locked up who those 10 teams are going to be. The Pelicans are four games out right now of that 10 spot. The Spurs and the Warriors are right there at 9 and 10, a half game back from each other. And actually, the Spurs are only are technically tied with Memphis right now for eight and only a game out of, of seven. So those spots can, can move a little bit from six through nine, I guess six through 10 technically. But I think we know the ten teams in the West of who's going to be vying for that for that playoff spot. Pelicans four back. I don't see them making it. So like we said, mm-hmm. Warriors are at ten right now. Spurs are at nine. Memphis eight. Portland at seven. They've been really yeah. They've free been falling. Yeah. They are two and eight in their last ten. Yeah, they're not <laughs> not playing their best basketball yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah. <laughs> Dallas next. Who they're only five and five in their last ten though. Tonight it's looking good. Uh, then we have the Lakers, who are obviously f- falling fast, but that's because LeBron's still out. Yeah, I was going to say. And then Denver with Jamal Murray hurt. They're down to four, but they're seven and three in their last seven, or their last ten still, so give them credit. Clippers are just two out of the first place right now at the three seed. They're eight and two. Suns are one game back, and of course the Jazz are in first place right now mm-hmm. in the Western Conference. In the East... I'd say down the bottom, it's a little bit more... It's more of a juggle game, eh? That it might happen here because both the Bulls and Toronto 
are just one game out of that 10 spot, yep. which currently is held by the Washington Wizards, believe it or not, with how terrible they started <laughs> the season. Huh? Once Russell Westbrook got going, they still have Bradley Beal. Which we may or may not be talking about them today. We might get to talk about them. Who knows? Foreshadowing. Foreshadowing. Um, but yeah, they're currently in 10 where they would play the Pacers in that in that 9-10 game. After that, you got Hornets and, and Heat. Celtics, who continue to be underachieving, in my opinion. We'll talk about that some soon, too. Mm-hmm. Then you have the Hawks. Then you have the surprising Knicks, who are actually 9-1 and one in their last 10. Julius Randle's been playing great. They're the surprise that right now, they're the four seed. They're tightly tied with, with the Hawks record-wise, but they are the four seed currently. Bucks three and a half back at, at three. 76ers are a game back at two, and obviously the Nets have now taken over first place in the East with Kevin Durant back. But we will talk about James Harden and his hamstring and had a little setback here when we talk about the Nets like 17 times this week, and they have TV national TV games. But that's what we're looking at right now. So with that in mind, DJ, spin that. Let's get straight into it, shall we? We got Wednesday's ESPN doubleheader, 7.30 p.m., the 36 and 25 Lakers. At the 27 and 34 Washington Wizards. Shockingly enough. <laughs> hey, we're talking about the Wizards. No, Who knew? Foreshadowing. <laughs> first of all, I will never get tired of you and how you say the Lakers. That's I know. The, that's the first I, thing. I just, I just so don't, beautiful. I don't like them. I don't know. It just, they bother me. <laughs> I don't know why. It doesn't matter who's on the team. <laughs> it doesn't matter. But yeah, Russell Westbrook has been just amazing. They're the second highest team in the league right now besides the Knicks. They're 8-2 and two in their last 10. Again, like we just said, they would be in the play-in game right now against the Pacers. And that's the thing. You give me Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal, you at least give yourself a chance. Mm-hmm. And the Lakers, again, Le- LeBron's not back yet. So it's funny. I mean, this is a nationally televised game. You Normally, you'd be thinking like, oh, why are we watching Washington? Without LeBron, it's like, oh, why are we watching the Lakers on yeah, national TV all these all this time? Yeah, I actually think the Wizards are going to win this game. They've been playing better lately than the Lakers have, and quite frankly, they need it more because they do want to stay in that in that playoff scenario where they had a chance. Because if they do happen to win the eighth seed, and it's the Nets and you know. Wizards, which would be hilarious because, you know, Harden's probably going to be out still. We'll talk about that in a second. And basically, we Durant versus Westbrook again. Oh, yeah. man, that would be must-see TV. So, I, I'm going to go with the Wizards here on this one. I really think Russell Westbrook is playing like an MVP candidate. And you got to give him credit. You got to give him props. I, I like Washington this game. Next, we got the 10 p.m. game. With the 43 and 20 LA Clippers at the 43 and 18 Phoenix Suns. Yeah, and this is, I mean, one, well, two seed versus a three seed. Yeah. I mean, one game separates them. Like, so this is a, obviously this is a huge game. This is actually the most important game 
of the week, probably, period, truthfully, uh, tomorrow night, if you can stay up for it. Chris Paul has been outstanding. He should be getting more MVP consideration. He's not going to because his numbers are never flashy. But all he does is go to places where they never win, and he makes them win. Mm-hmm. That's all Chris Paul. Yep. And he hasn't had a championship. That's his one knock on his resume, if you will, for his career. But every place he goes to teams who never win, and they win with him. It's just it's amazing. And now it's happening in Phoenix. Now, obviously, we got Devin Booker and, and, and those boys. But Chris Paul has been great. The Clippers, obviously, when they're healthy and they want to play, and Kawhi Leonard and Paul George and them want to play, they are still one of the best teams in the league. I don't know if they care that much about being the two-seed or the three-seed, uh, personally. But I'm going to say that the Clippers are going to try to make a statement and win this game. And the Suns are, like right now, kind of like the Warriors' problem right now in this game we're watching. Jump shooting teams, Yeah. if you don't defend and your jump shot's not falling, you can be in some trouble and you can be on the ugly side of a score. Yeah, so you, you win by it, you you die by it. <laughs> yeah, and, and I'm not predicting you know the Clippers are going to win by 30 or anything like that, but I do actually think the Clippers are going to win this game. Let's move straight on to Thursday's one game, <laughs> not a doubleheader, one game on NBA TV. We have at 7 p.m. the 41 and 20 Brooklyn Nets at the 29 and 31 Indiana Pacers. Yeah, and you can think we uh, talked about it kind of. You can think the NFL draft for this. Yeah, the NFL draft first round is Thursday night. Yep, yep, yep. That's right. So networks, you know, ESPN obviously wasn't going to play a game Thursday night, but yep. even TNT is like, we don't want to have a primetime game going yeah, head yeah, to head against yeah. the draft. Like that's not going to happen. Here NBA TV, you take it. We, we don't we don't want it. So that's why there is just the one game on the Thursday night because you got the NFL got the NFL draft first round Thursday night. Like we said, Kevin Durant's been back for the Nets, but yes, James Harden. It was the end of March that he suffered this hamstring injury, missed a couple games, then tried to play April fifth, I believe it was, did not make it through that game, re-aggravated whatever. At that time, it was supposed to be seven to ten days. I'm not a math uh, expert, but a mathematician. Mathematician, but it's been more than seven to ten days, <laughs> and now he's had another setback apparently. And now he's that special word. He's out indefinitely. Indefinitely. Who knows if that will be one more week, two more weeks, a month? We don't know. It's that magic word. But those hamstring strains. If you've ever had a pulled hamstring or anything like that, like you know how much of a pain in the you-know-what it can be. Yeah. And especially when you're a guy like James Harden who you plant, you change direction a lot, you know, all that stuff. It can be a major injury. Now, big picture, a healthy Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving is enough for them to still make, you yeah. know, make some make some noise in the, in the playoffs, obviously. And it's almost, be- they almost should just try to do that and get ready because... Those three together have played so little, and none of them have all played while Blake Griffin was on the team, while, you know, some of these other, I mean, LaMarcus Aldridge, obviously, they added, and then he retired um, due to a a, a regular heartbeat issue, but, like, they haven't played all as one yet, and that's the the most troubling thing for me if, if I'm a Nets fan. They haven't played all in one yet. Pacers should be better than the nine seed. They really have had a, a frustrating year at, at 29 and 31. 
the Nets are better than the Pacers. They should win this game. So I'm, I'm going to say that the Nets are going to win this game, but I'm still concerned about them long-term. Moving straight into Friday's doubleheader on NBA TV, we have at 8 p.m. the 32-28 and 28 Portland Trailblazers at the 41-20, and 20, again, Brooklyn Nets. Yeah, so the second half of the back-to-back yep. for Brooklyn... They're in Indiana, and then they just go to Brooklyn for a home game here this second night. I mean, that's not a big deal. The travel stuff isn't really a big deal like it used to be when all these people obviously are traveling, you know, charter, and, and they yeah. have, it's not like they're sitting on a commercial runway waiting for, you know, their play to take off. I mean, no. they're they're, no, they're they're on private jets. Yeah. They're taken care of. <laughs> so uh, the, the, the whole... F- travel thing is especially with the pandemic going on right now i mean it's really (laughs) not a big deal i mean they're taken care of and we mentioned portland has just been free falling you know damian lillard was in the mvp discussion like a month ago because of they were basically the four or five seed and now here they are at seven and just a game out of eight actually a game out of nine technically and they're you know they're just falling right now so they need to kind of pick it up here a little bit so it doesn't get much better for them that they have to go to Brooklyn. Again, Kevin Durant's back. That's enough. Brooklyn needs to kind of start rolling. They need to keep, you know, hang on to that one seed. So I think Brooklyn does win both of these in the back-to-backs. Moving straight to 10.30 p.m., we have the 25-36 and 36 Sacramento Kings at the 36-25 and 25 Lakers. Yeah, you know, DeAndre Fox is great for the for the Kings. They got Bagley, you know, the third. They got a few other pieces that are are fun and all. Luke Walton's still coaching coaching them. Obviously, this again, this is another game that is supposed to be on national TV because of Anthony Davis and LeBron. Well, at least Anthony Davis is back now for the Lakers. He's got to get back to 100%. He's got to get his legs underneath him, all that good stuff. I don't expect LeBron obviously to play in this game either. But man, if they can't beat the Kings, whoo, mm. yeah, so they're gonna have a serious, serious issues if they can't beat the Kings. I don't care if LeBron doesn't play or not. Anthony Davis, Schroeder, Kyle Kuzma, like you know, Contavious Caldwell Pope, like that's enough. They got Andre Andre Drummond, like that's a that's enough to beat the Kings. So yeah. Lakers, I mean, they have to win this game. Have to win this game. Time for Game of the Weekend. That's right. It is the Games of the Weekend. Kicking it straight off with Saturday at 7.30 p.m. We have the 31 and 30 Golden State Warriors. Possibly soon to be the 31 and 31. Maybe. Maybe. At the 15 and 46 Houston Rockets. This one's on ESPN. Yeah, and this is a nice way to just talk about Steph Curry's month. So, Steph Curry has made 85 threes going into tonight. I think he only has two in the first half. So, we'll bump it up to 87. Yeah. Which sets the all-time record for most threes in a single month. 
in NBA history. Very good. At 87 threes. He's sitting at 87 right now for the month. That breaks the 2019 January of James Harden while he was a member of the Rockets. See what mm-hmm. I see what I did there? Mm-hmm. When he had 82 made threes. So congratulations to Steph. He's been amazing. All he's done is average like 38 points a game the last 10. He's been outstanding. He's over 31 a game for the season. He's in the discussion of MVP. He's not gonna win it. He's a he's in that next tier, if you will. If they run, you know, if they win, you know, after tonight, obviously, if they win their next six against those crappy teams, even though it's the crappy teams, but still, if they win those next six and they get to that position where they're, you know, like the sixth seed or something like that, then maybe at least you could put them in that, you know, top three or five, you know, conversation for MVP front runners. But first things first, they need to make some shots. <laughs> yeah. And they need to take care of business. Now, this game's not going well tonight against... Dallas, they have Minnesota on Thursday. That's got to be a win. And then, obviously, the Rockets here on Saturday has got to be the win. Then they got the Pelicans twice. They got to be wins. Thunder twice after that. They got to be wins. So they got to take care of business. And, I mean, I know it sounds stupid and cliche and, like, no kidding, Steve, but you got to beat the teams you're supposed to beat. Yeah. You know, I mean, you, you can try to you – know, we, we, we can break down film and you can, you know, look at next-level stats and all this stuff. Bottom line, you got to beat the teams that you that you need to beat, and you can't take a night off. Again, even the worst players in the NBA are still really good. Even the worst yeah. teams in the NBA are still really good. They're still professional athletes that get paid to play basketball for a living. Absolutely. So if you take a night off, if you don't come in focused and ready to play, you're going to be on the lop side of a score that makes everyone go like, huh? Yep. And you don't want that. Yep. Yep, absolutely. Let's move in straight into 10 p.m. We have the 40 and 21 Denver Nuggets at the 43 and 20 LA Clippers. This one's also on ESPN. And this is unfortunate for Denver, obviously, with Jamal Murray tearing his ACL and being out. Yeah, this doesn't seem fair. Monte Morris, obviously, getting hurt. They still got Jokic. Obviously, the Joker's been great all year. He is a MVP candidate. But Clippers have Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. So, and this is a possible, possible second round playoff matchup, depending on whatever you know what what happens and, and, and everything. I mean, if it if the records you know stayed as they are, you know, there's there's a chance. That the Clippers get the two seed and, and Denver would get the three. So as you, you say, you never know. So if it ended today, if the season ended today, you no. Know, so it's a possible second round, you know, matchup. So it's important to kind of establish tournaments and uh, you know show show them who's boss. I'd love to pick Denver in this game, but I think the Clippers are going to be victorious. Moving straight into Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. We have the 3.30 p.m. game, the 41-20 and 20 Brooklyn Nets at the 37-23 and 23 Milwaukee Bucks. This one's on primetime. Well, not primetime, but prime TV. On ABC. On yes, ABC. On, on the American Broadcasting Company. Absolutely, yeah. Network TV. And, and it's, it's the one seed in the East versus the three seed in the East. It's not like these two teams play each other 
after this game Sunday, I think they play each other again next Tuesday. I think they have a little back-to-back here. So those are two really, really big games for both these teams. Obviously, the Bucks. you have Giannis, you have Chris Middleton, you got Holiday. And those three need to obviously st- step up. They need to be established. They need to be great. And then obviously on the Nets, you have Durant and, and Kyrie Irving. So this should be a really, really exciting game. It should be fun to watch. I think I don't want to. What you going with? I don't want to go out on which team will win, but I do think they're going to split. They play each other Sunday, and then they play each other again Tuesday. Oh, I Both see. Both games in Milwaukee. I think yeah. whoever wins Sunday will lose Tuesday, and vice versa. So I see. Either way, flip a coin. You know what? We'll say it's a Sunday game. We'll say Durant comes ready. I'll say the Nets win this game. Next up, we got the 7:30 p.m. game. We have the 32 and 28 Portland Trailblazers at the 32 and 29 Boston Celtics. This one's on NBA TV. Yeah, and if someone told me that, hey, in the beginning of May, by the beginning of May, the Celtics are going to be behind both the Knicks and the Hawks in the Eastern Conference playoff standings, I would have gotten you drug tested and then called you stupid and then been, you know, really worried about why you're lying to me. But you wouldn't be lying to me at all. You'd be exactly correct. Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Kimba Walker, Brad Stevens is a good coach. I don't know what the Celtics issue is. I really don't. They they need to get going here. Um, Portland's been, been going on the wrong end here, obviously. 2-8 2-8 in their last 10. The Celtics are actually 7-3 in their last 10. So this is a game that Boston needs to win. I think Boston will win this game. And I'll tell you, Javari Parker has been a great pickup for the Celtics, and he will continue to be a great pickup for the Celtics. Tristan Thompson has not been very good for them. He just gets paid a lot of money for no reason. Javari Parker's been really good for them in backup center role. He's helped them a lot. Kimba keeps being Kimba. Jalen Brown keeps being Jalen Brown. Jason Tatum keeps being Jason Tatum. And I don't think the Celtics is a team that you want to see in a seven-game series in the playoffs. But you you still gotta you still gotta do it. You know, yep. It's, it's it's getting to that time. It's put up or shut up time. We can't say oh they're off to a slow start or they gotta get like no we're I mean it's a you know I don't know if you guys knew this but on Saturday guess what. It's going to be May. It's going to be May. <laughs> I mean, we're getting there here. So, like, it's, it's time. It's playoff season here. Like, let's go. 10.30. Or, I'm sorry, 10 p.m. Not 10.30. No, we don't want people to miss yeah, the no, start no, no, the no, first no, 30 no, minutes of this game. Of this classic, yeah, classic, classic matchup. Classic matchup. No, 10 p.m. We have the 26 and 35 Toronto Raptors. At the 36 and 25, Lakers. This one's on NBA TV. You know, huge matchup between the last two NBA champions. <laughs> Lakers won last year. The Raptors won the year before. Yeah. The last two NBA champions getting together. It should be a great. Oh wait, never mind. No, no, no. Raptors have had a really tough year. They're sitting at the at the at the uh, 12 spot technically right now in the East. 15 games back. How the mighty have fallen. Lakers, obviously, they were the basically the two or three seed all year. They're down to five right now, only in a game and a half out of six. So that's troubling. And 
this is one of those games where unless you're getting paid to watch it, I don't know if you'd want to watch it. Mm. As the, as the as the current season is constructed, as the rosters are currently constructed, if you're not getting paid to watch this game, not sure why you'd watch this game unless you just really really love basketball and you have no other options then maybe um but yeah 10 o'clock on a sunday night just go to bed and get ready for monday the next day you know what i mean but uh in saying that kyle kuzma has a big night and the lakers win yeah for you uh insomniacs right you got those people that can't sleep watch the 10 p.m game yeah, if this game doesn't put you to sleep, I mean nothing will. No, I'm just kidding. Watch it be watch watch it be watch it watch this game be like a double overtime I know. Like classic. Yeah. Which funny, I gotta say this real quick. And I'll even gonna use his name just to embarrass him. Years ago, my buddy Greg Morris was going to a Tigers Day game and he's like, Man, I'm just not that excited about going today. Like Galarraga's pitching and he just he's just not very exciting. Like what's what's exciting that's gonna happen? Well, that particular game was the game that Galarraga would have had a perfect game if, if Jim oh, Joyce yeah. doesn't if Jim Joyce doesn't miss that call at first base. Oh, no. And you have the the not perfect perfect game, and uh, yeah. So I, I always gave him crap for it that it was his fault for jinxing saying that nothing important or exciting was going to happen. So watch this be like a three overtime thriller, just like the game of the year, you know. <laughs> but most likely that's not going to happen. But you know. Hey, if they're still professional basketball players, it could be entertaining. Well, that brings us to another close, another fun-filled NBA week, as they say. I don't know who they are. Whoever they are, we appreciate them for all their (laughs) efforts. But, yeah, I mean, you know, the season's kind of just rolling along here. This is the fourteenth show, I mean, the fourteenth week already, yeah, or something I think like that. Fourteenth or fifteenth, like it, it's it's just flying along. We hope you're along for the ride. We hope you're listening. We hope you enjoy it. You know, if you are, hey, give us a give us a message right on the website where my website always on you hoops where I post them. All they're also obviously on on other uh, web pages and where you get your podcast, Podbean, yeah, other yeah. places like that. Podbean, Podbean is where we're located. Yep. But we're but also on my on my website, All Eyes on You Hoops, I put a link to those shows on Podbean. So there's a comment section right there where you can put your little two cents in, send it to us, we'll get it. And uh, yeah, we would love to hear from you. Hopefully, you find you're... us on Facebook at Stage Left Lounge. Absolutely, Stage Left mm-hmm. Lounge, and, and all the great shows. That Stage Left Lounge has to yeah. offer. The two that we have right yes. now. The Flagrant yes. Friends as well as uh, the uh, Perched on the perched Gridiron. Perched on the Gridiron. Absolutely. Yes. Football. Yes. For football. some people, it's always football season. For some people, like me, it's kind of always basketball season, though I love football too. So, But, you know, like state championships ended like week two weeks ago here in Michigan and it was right into AAU. So now it's, you know, traveling almost every weekend to different venues. Fort Wayne this weekend for the Run and Slam which is pretty much the premier tournament in the Midwest in the spring. Tons of sponsored uh, teams will be there. It's pretty much one of the few events where Nike-sponsored, Under Armour-sponsored, and Adidas-sponsored teams all come and play under the same roof. 
tons of talent. That tournament is the tournament that I have got to see current NBA players like Javari Parker and Jaleel Okafor and Kevon Looney and, and, you know, well, Josh Jackson and Miles Bridges and, you know, all those, all those people get to see them play when they were in, you know, when they were in high school, uh, in AAU, That's um, awesome. you know, so, you know, speaks field house where, you know, Greg Oden and Conley and, and all those guys, every, basically everyone's playing at Speaks Fieldhouse. It's basketball heaven. So I'm very much looking forward to this weekend in, in Fort Wayne, Indiana. It should be a great time. But, uh, but yeah, check us out on Facebook at Stage Left Lounge. You can always hit, up, hit, hit, hit us up on Twitter. Stage Left Lounge also on his uh, Twitter on as well. Twitter yep, as absolutely. Well. So, as well. yeah. Other than that, quick throw the door and close me a cold one. The Flagrant Friends Podcast is hosted and directed by Benjamin W. Gross with sports analysis from Steve Schwanda. Flagrant Friends is recorded live at the Stage Left Lounge Recording Studio. Join us next week for more NBA news, 